You are now listening to the Warfighter Foundation Radio with your host, Derek Plyman. What's up, Warfighters? This is the Warfighter Foundation Radio, the podcast for combat vets. And of course, I am your host, Derek Plyman. Thank you for joining us. Uh, This is, what is this, podcast three, I think it is? Yes, it is. Uh, Last podcast, we had a we actually had a great conversation, and I really wish that the sound quality was better, but uh, it was kind of the uh, a spur of the moment, get everybody on board, and we tried to do like a, a conference call, and there was just a lot of echo, but oh man, the, the conversation was great. We had uh, Ian Strimbeck on with us, and I mean, he, he had a lot of good insight, so if you don't know who Ian Strimbeck is, uh, go to his page, give it a like, um, check him out. He's a good guy uh, and hopefully soon we'll have him back on though. But, uh, I was, I was a little, I guess you'd say hesitant about doing another podcast so early. I'm trying not to do so many in a week just cause I don't want to just overcrowd you guys with, with podcasts and just listening to me talk. Um, I've said this before, though. I'd rather have a bunch of people talking on a podcast than, than just me. But I I had a lot of stuff that I had on my mind. And I don't believe in paying to talk to a psychiatrist. So, in a way, you guys are all my psychiatrists who listen to me. And uh, it's a lot cheaper, too. So, uh, before we get started, though... I just want to give a, just a quick breakdown on, on the Warfighter Foundation and kind of what we do, who we are. Um, if you didn't know this, of course, you can always go to our website, warfighterfoundation.org. But we are a complete 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, basically, what that means is that anything that we do, any money that comes in stays in the foundation. Um, all the people that... I guess you would say work for the foundation. We're all voluntary. We don't get a paycheck every month. And I don't know. I feel like there's not too many people. Everybody nowadays just wants to do something for a profit. Now, am I ever going to say that down the road, the Warfinder Foundation is going to turn into a profit organization? Who knows? It may happen. But at the moment, um, that's not the case. We're not trying to do that. Um, there are a lot of great great veteran owned companies out there that they they definitely do make a lot of money for themselves i'm sure that they also uh donate a lot of money for charities and do what types of uh fundraisers and organizations but for us i mean it's it's kind of what we do is only for the organization i mean right now we're we're doing a t-shirt fundraiser as you may have seen on our Facebook page and on our Instagram and seriously all all that is going straight into the foundation and we're we're pretty close. I think we have like four more left to actually hit our goal, but we still have eighteen, seventeen days left. So I mean by all means though purchase as many as you want. I mean tell your family, friends because it's it's fundraisers like these that keeps the Warfighter Foundation going. Um you know, I'd like to say that we could do the stuff that we do without money, but unfortunately, 
the world kind of revolves around it. <laughs> if you're an investor, if you have a lot of money and you just want to invest in Warfighter Foundation, I'm sure we could probably think of something. But uh, no, like I said, if you listen to the last podcast, we do have a lot of stuff in the works that's going to be happening soon. Like you said, we have the t-shirt fundraiser going on. Um, at the moment, it's just t-shirts and hoodies and long sleeves. But I mean, we, we've been talking about doing a lot of stuff different, you know, baby onesies and, and silkies, bringing silkies back and, and possible other t-shirts. Coffee's the big thing. I really want to do a coffee. We've talked about it, but, uh, like I said, that all costs money that (laughs) right now the Warfighter Foundation doesn't have that much of. So we are trying to boost up our, our name and, and honestly, the T-shirts, if you order a T-shirt, wear it as much as possible because that's kind of like free advertisement. People are going to ask you because I personally think we have one of the best logos in the in the business of charities. I mean, our logo is pretty fucking badass. And that's that's a big distinctive feature that we have that, you know, if you go walking around Garrison or, or you go to into a PX or you go anywhere and a veteran sees that they're going to they're going to wonder what the hell that is. I can't say that wearing my my Warfighter Foundation lapel pen hasn't gotten people to ask me questions about it. So like I said, wear that out. Give us some free advertisement, tell them to go to our website. And heck, like I said, you're going to be seeing some good stuff from Warfighter Foundation in the near future. But back to uh, back to the podcast. So, um, like I said, man, there's there's been a lot of stuff going on. I I didn't like I didn't want to like overwhelm people when it came to this podcast. But just recently, especially with the the fifth year anniversary of the killing of Osama bin Laden, it got me thinking just how how crazy something can change in five years you think back I'll, I'll never forget where i was when the news broke out i was in arizona in a hotel room and when the news broke out i just walked outside of the hotel room and there was like five other people that walked out at the exact same time and you know everyone was just goes did you hear well yeah i heard did you hear oh yeah and like it just turned into a celebration. I mean, chanting USA off the balcony in a hotel room in Arizona. Like that's that's what it was. And it got me thinking, man, like that type of patriotism I fucking love. I love it. But when was the last time you saw it? When Osama bin Laden was killed? Yeah probably the the last time you saw it before that was right after 9-11 it's crazy that just something like that can can start patriotism at at such an overwhelming effect I mean you had people gathering a, a, a crowd just outside to chant USA like that is freaking awesome and now people getting crowds to protest or to do a sit-in 
And, like, I fucking hate that shit, man. I really do. When was the last time you were at a ball game and you just heard a, a USA chant? Don't worry, I'll wait. Exactly. It doesn't happen. Unless you're actually at, like, a, a national ball game, it doesn't happen. It just doesn't. Why doesn't it, though? I mean, as much as you want to think... We live in the greatest fucking country in the world. We really do. I, and like I said, I, I try not to talk about politics in this, in this podcast just because it can go down a, a crazy grapevine conversation. I just don't want to get into that. But there are a lot of people, celebrities, anybody that say that if this person gets elected, I'm moving. Where, where are you going to go? You're literally just going to pack up all your stuff and move to another country? Like, that's just so stupid. You live in the greatest country in the world. You may not think it. And if you don't think it, I condemn you to leave. But another country on its best day still isn't better than America on its worst. There's no other place that I would rather live than the United States of America. As much as you may not think it, we do have freedom of speech. I'm on here on a podcast that I'm just talking about anything that I want to. And it can be, it, it literally goes out to everyone in the world. Anyone who has the internet can listen to this podcast. Not everybody in the world is so lucky to do something like us. I mean, we have Facebook. There are countries that don't even have Facebook. There are countries that if you stomped on a flag of the nation, you would probably be killed. Now, get, don't get me wrong. I've talked about this before. I fucking hate when people do that. And it annoys the shit out of me. And it makes me want to just fucking rage. But if you think that you honestly would live a better life in a different country, by all means, have at it. Because I've, I've been in other countries. They're not as good. Like, it, it's just, it just boggles my mind that people actually think about this. Do it. I dare you, though. Move to another country. Pack up all your stuff, all your friends. Where would you go? Canada? It gets fucking cold in Canada. And I doubt that some... Rich-ass snob celebrity is going to move from New York City to where? Fucking Montreal? They've got hockey there. I love hockey. But just, like, we live in the greatest country in the world. Going back to what I was saying, though, it's just, like, I wish that more patriotism happened. Like I said, I mean, even after 9-11, everybody seemed like they had a an American flag hanging on their their front porch how many people actually you see with an american flag in the front of their house now i have one i know my neighbor has one that's that's really all i can all i know though in my neighborhood like why is that i mean you see sports teams everywhere I hate to tell you i, I love america more than i love the fucking cleveland browns <laughs> Which, I mean, the Cleveland Browns, it's it's hard to root for them. But 
getting off topic. But just the fact that how much our country has changed in just five years, though. I mean, five years, we've got protesting everywhere, just everywhere. And it's just, it's, it's not, it's not the country that I love. I, don't get me wrong, I still fucking love America. But just, a lot of stuff has to change, basically. We just need to go back to war. War always solves everything. <laughs> like I said, even after 9-11, man, people were lining up to join the army, join the marines, get over there, and fucking get those guys who did this. That was the thing, man. We're going to go over and we're going to kill the terrorist. I mean, even even terrorist, you know, terrorist things that happened. I mean, after after 9-11, it was pretty much you knew who it was. Oh, it was terrorists. They did it because they hate us. Now, when a, when a terrorist attack happens, they blame it on something else. Oh, it wasn't the terrorists. It was the guns. The guns did it. Or... Well, you know, they just, they didn't like the the American flag out, outside. Everybody has to be so politically correct now. You know what? Fuck that. That's what I say. I'm sorry. If you don't agree with me, I don't really care. But I've learned that if a terrorist wants to kill people, they're going to kill people. That's just how it is. And the only way that you can really stop a terrorist is one, get the the fine women in the United the fine men and women. I said just women. <laughs> get the fine men and women in the United States military and go over and kill them. You're not gonna you're not gonna fix them by giving them jobs or or oh they need to live in a in a better place. Nope. The only way to kill somebody who wants to, no, sorry, the only way to stop somebody who wants to kill people is to kill them. Like, I'm sure that if 9-11 happened in this day and age of, you know, 2015 and 16, somebody somewhere would talk about how we need to limit more, more laws on getting pilot's license or something stupid like that. It's not how it works. It's not how it works. Just think about that, though. All the people who who joined the military, I I know I did. Hell, I joined in in two thousand and ten. Okay. And, and I still joined because I wanted to protect my country from another terrorist attack. I didn't do it for anything else. I did it because I love my country. I'm sure a lot of people out there, a lot of you guys listening, you might have joined for college. But at the end of the day, you still love your country. I don't know a lot of people in the military, in the Marines, in the Army, who protest this stuff or or complain. I mean, there's a lot of people that complain. People complain about everything. I've complained about the Army plenty of times I'm sure people in the Marines complain about the Marines every time have I ever complained about the United States of America no 
And it's just never going to happen, though. You know, I, I, I'll never forget, though, when when Ian was on. And, it, and it's so true. He said that we all know what we were doing when we went to MEPS and signed on that dotted line. We all do. I'm a, I've actually met a couple of people who they were shocked that they were going to war in the military. Like, you joined the military in a time of war, and you're shocked that you're going to Afghanistan? <laughs> like, I couldn't wait to get over there. I still, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm home right now. I can't wait to get back. Sounds horrible. Because I, 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 it's literally, you get over there, and you're over there for a little bit, and then you're just like, man, I'm glad to be back. And then after a while, you're just like, man, fuck this place. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Next, it, we we talked about this on the last podcast though, but there's no other place that I would rather be at that moment. I love going to war. I'm not a war junkie. Just bringing it back to the old Black Hawk downtime. But it's uh something you'll never forget. I also love being at home though. So we're uh we're gonna take a quick break though. Because I've I've bantered and talked for a little bit, so I'm gonna take a quick uh, quick beer break, and I'll be right back. This is the Warfighter Foundation Radio. It's a great song. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Warfighter Foundation Radio, the podcast for combat vets. Nice little beer break. Hope you guys are enjoying the song. Yeah, uh, I didn't say this in the beginning, though, but of course... We are always on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud, so you can download the SoundCloud app, search Warfighter Foundation Radio, or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Warfighter Foundation Radio. They will automatically show up if you subscribe to them on iTunes. I'm pretty sure you can actually even just make a... uh, make a notification so when a new one comes out it just sends you an alert so that's pretty cool um so I'm going to talk about something and it's not 
has it doesn't have anything to do with with the military or veterans or anything in general. Um, so I literally just saw on the news that a lady is suing Starbucks for five million dollars because her iced coffee had too much ice in it. Let me say that one more time. Her iced coffee had too much ice in it. What are you doing, lady? Like what what are you what are you trying to get out of this? Just five million dollars? Which let's to be honest, that's the reason why anybody sues anybody is for money. But okay, so basically she's saying that a venti, which I hate saying the word venti and all those gay ass Starbucks names. Let's just be real. We live in America. It's small, medium, and large. How hard is that? None of this stupid ass venti grande bullshit. No. Small, medium, large. Keep it simple. Keep it stupid simple. Okay. But yeah, so she's saying that like a medium 24 ounce iced coffee, you you only get actually like 16 ounces of coffee. But then, let's be real here. When that ice melts, you're getting 24 ounces of coffee. Because, do you know what's in coffee? Do you know what 90% of coffee is? It's water. So guess what? When that ice melts, it turns into water, which is already a part of coffee. So you get your coffee. So why are you suing? And the best part was... With Starbucks, man, they had such a savage comeback. They were like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that we we know that our customers, when they order an iced coffee, it comes with ice. I don't know. I just thought this was amazing, though, that that somebody... And, and it, it brings me back to, like, when was it, like, a long time ago, like, back in the 80s, when some, some lady, she spilt her hot coffee from McDonald's, and she sued... McDonald's because the coffee was hot and it burned her. Well, no shit, lady. She actually won that too. She won a lot. She won like a couple million dollars. I'm like, no shit. The coffee's hot. Coffee has been hot since the beginning of time. Since they started making coffee, it's always been hot. Iced coffee has always had ice in it. Let's be real here. How hard is that? First off, you should probably just hang yourself now because one you're buying iced coffee from starbucks okay i i no granted i eat star or drink starbucks just because i don't know it's convenient but i hate it i really do that's why i wish i, I can't wait until the warfighter foundation makes our own coffee because then i can just use that because i honestly think a cup of folders is way better than starbucks could ever be but that is besides the point. But lady, just have some common sense here. It's not that hard. Iced coffee has ice in it. It's got a lot of ice in it. Now if she wins this $5 million, I mean, bravo. <laughs> I, I wish I could win a lawsuit for $5 million. But it'll never happen. I have to work. I have to join the army and... 
go to war to pay my bills. So she's she's the lucky one, I guess. But uh, like I said, going to war, it's not as bad as everyone thinks it is. But um, the other day also, I, I saw I saw a kid. He was he had to have been I don't know at least twenty one. He was driving, so he was at least over the age of sixteen. But I knew he was probably at least twenty and twenty one. He was wearing a a ball cap, you know, with the the Velcro on the front, with the American flag, and by all means wear it I love it I wear it all the time mine's multi-cam but on the back he had the tab that said infidel this fat little white trash kid has the the infidel patch on hate to tell you kid you're not an infidel they could care less about you in in little old Ohio you may think you're being all patriotic wearing the infidel sign, but you're not. You just look like an idiot. I hate that term. I hate the term infidel. And I've actually been called an infidel by a Muslim. <laughs> I hate it. I don't know why. It's just me. You may like it. You may think you're an infidel, but I'll be the first one. If I'm the first one to tell you this, then, well, I'm sorry, but not all Muslims want to kill you. Some of them do. They could. They would definitely cut your head off. But not all Muslims want to kill you. You are. You may think you're a, and I'm putting this in quotation marks, an infidel, a non-believer. But you're not. I mean, you may be a non-believer, but I, I feel like he thinks that he he infidel means like oh i'm an infidel i'm an american i like my guns and drive my truck so all muslims want to kill me it's not true though little little fat fat kid like if you want to be an infidel join the army go to your nearest recruiter and join the army then you can go to war and guess what you can be that infidel that you Wear that tab so graciously on the back of your hat. But until then, I hate this this whole infidel, dysfunctional veteran bullshit, man. It's it's so it's getting kind of overplayed. Like I don't get me wrong, I wear I wear my cry precision multi cam pants all the time. One, because they're like two hundred dollars and they're comfortable. That's really the only reason, actually, to be honest with you, is they're comfortable. I don't care. I also wear my old BDU woodland pants. I don't give a shit. But this whole... We actually talked about this on the last podcast. The whole, feel sorry for me, I'm a veteran, I went to war, blah, blah, blah. I hate it. Now, I have personalized tags. I have my GWAT tags, though. But I only did that to get out of tickets and it's gotten me out of two tickets so far so i guess hey that was that was money well spent on the gwat license plate <laughs> but yeah, the whole the whole t-shirts and 
and dysfunctional veterans and blah blah blah. I hate it. See, like our, our t-shirts though, just says Warfighter Foundation. It doesn't say anything about, you know, I'm a badass. I went to war. Yeah, it's very subtle. So buy a t-shirt, people. You're fifteen bucks. You spend that much at your stupid Starbucks getting your stupid iced coffees. So yeah, where, where was I at? Oh yeah, the infidel. Kid, if you want to be an infidel, join the army, join the marines. That's really the only two branches that you're going to become an infidel. But your time is kind of coming to an end, unless we go back to Iraq. <laughs> if he's even listening, he probably doesn't even know who he is. Anyways guys, before I leave, uh, I guess... So I just want to uh, recommend everybody going to our Facebook page and, and liking it. Warfighter Foundation. We got the cool the cool logo. You'll know it's us. We have an Instagram, Warfighter Foundation Actual. I think we have a Twitter. Probably Warfighter Foundation. That makes sense. And our, our website, warfighterfoundation.org. Um, Check out our about section. Uh, we got our, our programs that we kind of do on our fa- or on our uh, on our website, and yeah, our, our t-shirt thing. That that's a big thing, because right now our our t-shirt fundraiser is uh it, it's pretty big. We need this to to last, and I, I'm pretty sure we're gonna hit the goal. So let's let's get over that goal. Let's get this name out. Share our page with everybody. I don't care if you could send this to everybody that you're friends with on Facebook. I did it. I had my mom share the the Facebook page, Warfighter Foundation page, and she's a like a second grade teacher. <laughs> I don't care. Do it. Have your mom's mom, have your grandma do it with all of her her grandma friends. Have her share it. But we need this uh we need this to really kind of just get into everybody's mind. I want the the Warfighter logo to be all over Facebook here soon. But uh, we need your help with it. So, of course, everybody, thank you for listening to another episode of the Warfighter Foundation Radio. I'm your host, Derek Plyman. We will talk to you later. <laughs>